Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners, Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 162. Very excited to be able to do this episode with you guys. I've been looking forward to doing this one for a little while now. So here we go. Let's jump into this. I want you to be successful, not just in business, not just in the marketplace. I want you to be successful in your family. Okay. Now, some of you guys might, might be single. That's totally fine. If you plan on getting married sometime, uh, this would probably be a good one to listen to. If you guys are actually already done <laughs> having kids and the kids are out of the house, you know, this might be a good podcast to, <laughs> to pass on to the parents of, um, or to your children that are getting ready to have kids or already have kids, right? Because the shoe fits, baby. And if you're in the middle of it, like how I am, I've got a nine-year-old, seven, five, four-year-old, okay? <laughs> so the, the time of this recording, this uh, that's the age of my uh, children. Tyler Jr. is nine, uh, Trinity, she's seven, Timothy's five, and Taylor, she's four. So we've got them all kind of whammo right in there together. Now, I'm out, by the way, walking around, so if you hear some birds chirping or whatever, you hear me kind of a little bit of breath, <laughs> I'm walking around right now because I want to record this podcast or this episode to you guys. So anyway, here we go. Mr. McCart is changing, okay? Changing my parenting style. And I'll have to just let you guys know that I believe that this uh, will hit home with, you know, maybe a lot of you guys, maybe some of you guys, it might not hit home, but whatever. Just uh, listen up. So Tyler, that's me, you know, was raised by two awesome parents, okay? Uh, Dwight and Janine McCart. And two uh, Christian parents, went to church, all right? Love the Lord. You know, I won't sit there and say that, you know, mom and dad were uh, like sold out believers. Uh, what I mean by sold out is that, you know, um, I saw my parents, you know, having their Bible open all the time or, you know, uh, asking me questions about if I read my Bible or anything like that, or, you know, it just, that just wasn't the way my culture, my house grew up, uh, being so, but in comes to parenting and, you know, discipline and, you know, correcting and, you know, relating to your child and building, building a relationship uh, with your child. You know, I only knew what I knew from my parents and, you know, I thought my parents did a pretty good job with me. And with that said, um, you know, when it came to any kind of discipline or correcting, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the belt or, you know, the, the, the back, the hand, um, across my backside, across the, uh, lower torso area, my butt (laughs) definitely got lit up a lot. Um, you know, mainly my dad was the one that uh, disciplined me, okay, or was the, you know, person that actually uh, conducted any kind of uh, disciplinary, you know, actions <laughs> with him. And I remember, and my, my mom, you know, my mom, she, she really didn't do any of that. She left that up to dad. Um, and that's maybe, you know, for most, I would maybe, maybe most Christian families, 
that's kind of the way it was. Now, I will say I remember a stupid, something very stupid I did growing up whenever I was about, probably I was about 14 years old. And, you know, I was, I was kind of flexing my adolescent muscles, all right, <laughs> and stretching, seeing how far I could go with certain things. And maybe I wasn't exactly too wise about this, but my mom, <laughs> my mom, uh, it was, uh, it was a school morning and my mom just kind of, ha- ha- you know, asked me to go get the milk. I was sitting at the table, uh, the breakfast table, and I was getting ready to eat. And she asked me to get up and get the milk because uh, she was doing something else. And I remember my little smart mouth decided to activate. And this was not very wise. And I just told my mom, I said, Mom, get it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, as the words were exiting my mouth, I knew that this was probably the stupidest thing I could have said. And I saw my mom in about, in her little short legs, she, my mom was barely five foot, march herself over to her, you know, at that time, I think I was about six foot one, all right, and about 185 pounds, march herself over to me. And all of a sudden, across my face comes her, you know, sweet hand, whammo. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there thinking in the, that little span of time of her walking over there. I'm like, that was a stupid, very, very stupid, 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 stupid. <laughs> and of course, she put an exclamation on that stupidity with slapping my face. <laughs> now, I mean, my dad, you know, he definitely uh, exercised, uh, you know, other forms of discipline with, um, you know, spanking my bottom and, you know, so forth or whatever. Um, I do re- recall, though, one of the times in, in my, you know, growing up, and I was probably about seven, almost 17 years old, I, I ran over curfew, and this was not the first time this had happened, where I ran over curfew, and I was probably about 30, 40 minutes late. And, you know, my dad was sitting up, uh, or he was in the on the couch, and I had been like, I knew that I was late, and as I was coming back home, I was mentally preparing myself to, you know, get a tongue lashing. Because at, at that time, you know, when I was a teenager, my dad stopped, you know, he, he didn't spank me. He would just take stuff away from me, you know, punish me that way. And I remember um, coming home, getting in the house, locking the door, and coming around, the, you know, into our living room where, you know, basically that's where you enter the house at. And I uh, <laughs> My dad was, uh, he sat up on the couch. He must have been kind of maybe dozed off. He was in his house coat, which always is very interesting to see my dad in his house coat. Um, sat up, and, you know, I kind of knew, knew it was coming. I had been bracing myself for, like, you know, this, you know, because it was a 30-minute drive where I was coming from, and I was preparing myself mentally. And I remember sitting down in front of my dad, and he said, he said, son, what time is it? And I looked at the clock. I said, it's 11.45, Dad. He said, okay. And he got up and walked upstairs. And I remember the, the wave of emotion that hit me at that moment where that I was, I cried probably the hardest I think I ever cried in my whole entire life. <laughs> and the reason why I cried was because I had let my dad down. Okay. That, that was kind of the, the, 
the the moment that I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I I sit there and disappointed my dad and let my dad down. I mean, this is not not good. And you know what? From that moment on, um, I never missed a curfew. I was back at home. Now, what's the difference? Okay. So here's here's where I jump into things because now, you know, this, this was the model that I had growing up, and I wanted I wanted to change. I knew I knew God wanted me to change. I just didn't know what what all that looked like, to be quite honest with you guys. And I knew that, you know, in, in the word it says, um, great is the peace of your children for they are taught of the Lord. And for me, being the father figure in the house, I knew that I had a role and a responsibility to show my children the father's heart, what the father's heart is today. All right. I believe that, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the style of parenting that we all have or we were brought up with was probably more of an Old Testament uh, style of discipline where it was more externally driven, all right? And I, where that, you know, if you do this, then guess what? You're going to get punished, all right? So, you know, basically in the Old Testament, you guys know if, you know, if you, um, you know, if you got, if you touched a dead animal or dead something, you had to remove yourself from your family or whatever for like seven days or whatever it was. If you, you know, if you were caught in adultery, you had to be, uh, you know, stoned to death. If you um, left your home, left your family and uh, put yourself in amongst the heathens. All right. And just doing what the Jewish law says is, is that if you and if you came back, OK, came back to your home, you were you were to be stoned to death by your by the by your family members. Yeah, that's, I mean, you go read that in the Word, okay? It's, it's not it's the truth, okay? But here, here we go. Now, all of a sudden, you usher in Jesus, and here we are. Lady gets caught in adultery, and she's not stoned. She's not even punished. She's told to go and sin no more, right? <laughs> Where's the punishment at in there, <laughs> Right? <laughs> and you know it, Jesus tells the story of the of the the um, parable of the law of uh, the prodigal son, right? Oh, we love that, but you know what? The father ran to his boy, putting on the robe and the the sandals and the ring, reestablishing him to protection so that he wouldn't have to you know adhere or be stoned. I mean even though he had done wrong, but each of those people had repentative hearts. That's key right there. I want you to remember that. I'm going to come back to that in a second. So here Tyler is, you know, reading all these stories, and but, you know, with my own discipline or my own correcting of my own children, it something in my spirit just wasn't jiving, okay? And so I started reading other books and trying to figure this whole thing out, and one of the pe- people that I really kind of latched on to for a little while, and still do, is Dr. Kevin Lehman. Uh, one of his uh, books that he has out there is um, Have a New Kid by Friday. Uh, that's actually the name of the podcast, by the way, if you listen to his podcast. And then he's also got another book, is How to Have Your Children Mind Without Losing Yours. <laughs> and Dr. Kevin Lehman is a psychologist. He's a child psychologist, parent, you know, family psychologist, 
but he also comes at it from a Christian perspective, which is fantastic. Now, I say all that to say he says all he 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 comes across, but there's really no like chapter and verse that he bases anything around. All right, I'm not sitting there saying that everything he said was wrong. It just was no chapter and verse. So for me, there was just this this missing piece, and you know he goes into into, into the whole thing of the that there are three types of parents out there. You know, you've got the permissive parent, which basically bends over backwards for the child, does everything for the child. You know, the child can do it wrong. You know, it's the helicopter parent. Um, you know, if the bike is outside in the rain, you know, and the parent says, hey, Johnny, can you go out and get the bike? And, you know, Johnny says, you know, no, I'm not getting it. You know, the parent just, you know, sheepishly goes out there and gets the bike for the kid. All right. <laughs> well, and then you got the other opposite in the spectrum, which is the uh, authoritarian. Okay. And the authoritarian, you know, was a little bit more of me where that I'm controlling this situation. Uh, you're going to respect me. I demand you respect me and, um, you know, don't cross me or else type thing. Right. And that's kind of a little bit of me right there. Now, then there's the middle of the road, okay? That's the authoritative parent. This, this is where I was kind of, this is where I was becoming, or I still am becoming in kind of Dr. Kevin Lima's world. And basically where that parent takes a lot of their responsibility and pushes it back into the child's domain. So if the child has homework, all right, to do, the parent doesn't sit there and be the permissive parent and goes and does it for them nor does the, you know, uh, controlling or authorita uh, authoritarian parents sit there and, you know, bark and, you know, yell and everything like that and so forth. Nope. You know, here's kind of how the authoritar uh, authoritative parent handles the situation. It says, well, you know, uh, Johnny, hey, you know, I know you need to do your homework and everything like that, and it'd be really good for you to do it. Um, and so, hey, we're not going to go to football practice until your homework gets done. You know, because your football practice is not as important as your <laughs> um, schoolwork, okay? And so Dr. Kevin Lima's got this whole thing of like um, B does not happen until A gets done. And it's just really genius. It's a lot of genius stuff. But then I read another book here recently that really kind of put everything together and put this whole entire thing of showing the father's heart to your children. Because... I would see my children not running to me. Last time I checked, I run to my Heavenly Father whenever I screw up because I know my Father sees me as doing no wrong. He loves me. He has this heart connection you know, with me, and I want to really hit home with that heart connection with me. And so for me, for me, I didn't see that with my children. They, they weren't running to me, and I wanted them to see the Father's heart. I wanted them to sit there and look at me and my relationship with them and say, golly, you know what? Man, the way dad treats me is the way my heavenly father treats me. And I wanted that, guys, okay? So uh, I read a book here recently called um, Love Your Kids on Purpose by Danny Silk. And it really kind of put everything together for me. It kind of brought into saying, now this Old Testament, you know, Old Covenant mindset of discipline where it's more externally driven but where that it is now a new covenant mindset of rear, rearing your children, where it's more internally driven. 
okay? Now, I'm not going to have time to go into all that with you, uh, SEC, but hear me on this. The first place it has to start is you. From being a spirit-led person of allowing the fruit of the spirit to kind of flourish and produce the fruit of you, you know, listen to the Holy Spirit of you, uh, you know, operating in the gifts of the spirit, where I mean by the fruit of the spirit of self-control, you know, that is the first area to help you gain control is where you don't react any longer to what your children do. You know, the last time I checked, God never yelled at me. So why should I yell at my kids? I mean, that's a radical thing right there, just that one statement. You know, God doesn't punish me for screwing up. So why should, you know, I punish my kids? And what I mean by punish, let me kind of define that for you. It's where that, you know, you get separated from me if you screw up. Okay? Now, I'm not saying they're saying there's not consequences to what happens. All right? To maybe some action that you take. But it still is your choice. And it's, it's also, here's number two thing. So number one, you know, allowing that fruit of the spirit of self-control. All right? Of, you know, allowing the spirit to control you and you not controlling yourself. All right? In a situation. You gaining control of all that. Now, the next thing that he taught, that I learned is giving your children freedom. Okay? Because within the kingdom, within the new covenant, it's all about freedom. God's not trying to control you. So therefore, I should not try to be controlling my kids. You give them parameters and boundaries, obviously. I mean, if the kid's going to run out in the middle of the road, all right, <laughs> yes, your voice will be raised, okay? Your voice will be raised. That, that's, that's a, that is definitely a, a needed situation. But I'll give you, for instance, this morning, we were um, trying to get out the door, all right? And I remember uh, Timothy, Timothy was... <clears throat> um, deciding to take his sister's jacket and he threw it kind of on the hood of the hood of the van and it upset Taylor. All right. The four-year-old. And so I said, well, Hey, Timothy, we're not going to be able to leave until you're actually able to get that off the hood of the car. You know, I need you to get off the hood of the car or we can't leave. And I want him to take responsibility for that. And so he started jumping and trying to get it. And he finally got it. Then he came around and put it on the, uh, on the floor of the van and, and where that this would have really made me mad, all right, that he would do this and that I would probably have yelled at him, all right? I might even, you know, give him a little swipe on the, on the bottom for this. But he decided to take this jacket, throw it on the ground in the van, and began to stomp all over the jacket of her tailor's jacket. And I had to, <laughs> right? I had to gather myself. I had to say, okay, whoo, here we go. So, you know, I, my relationship with Timothy is way more important than me sitting there just over a stupid jacket, okay? So I said, I said, Timothy, hey, buddy, hey, do you think that was the right thing to do right there? And he said, no. I said, then why'd you do it? Well, because, and I didn't have time to go over, like, because really, you know, what it kind of comes down to of this style of parenting is, 
is trying to help your child. Now, this is really big right here, guys. Trying to help your child from an inward standpoint with you asking a lot of questions to them realizing that wasn't the right thing to do and helping them realize that, you know, not taking away who, they're at, who they are as a person, but helping them realize that, man, I, I shouldn't do that again. And that was really selfish of me. And I need to ask for forgiveness for that. And I just had to tell Timothy that I said, Timothy, hey, man, you know, mommy and daddy, we want you to, you know, respect, you know, uh, your brother and sister's stuff. And it really hurts. It hurts daddy's heart when you when you do these things here. I mean, I, I love you, buddy, but I I don't I don't want you doing those things because I want you and Timothy, you and Trinity or Taylor or Tyler to play nice together and to act well together. And gang, you know, again, it was a far cry from the way I used to be. More of an authoritarian. But now it's just, you know, allowing, you know, Timothy to know. Kind of like what my dad did. You know, I knew I was in the wrong. I already knew that. Dad didn't have to tell me I was in the wrong. But knowing that I, you know, hurt his heart, okay, disappointed him, that was... That was the worst feeling in the world. Enough motivation for me not to do it again, right? So SEC, I would just encourage you guys to go to the book, okay? You can go get any of Dr. Kevin Lima's books. You can listen to his podcast. Um, Danny Silk is a gentleman that talks about the other, as the other book. And it, it, it's such a fantastic book, guys, that it would really, really impact you guys. It would really help change you of who you are as a parent, Okay. It'll actually help you change as, as far as your relationships with even outside in the business world, the marketplace. It really will do that, okay? Because, you know, we want to honor, the, we want to honor our children because they're people. You're raising adults here. You're not raising children. You're raising adults because, you know, and the last time I checked, <laughs> they're going to have to take responsibility for things. And you want the ball always in their court, okay, for them to have choice, always have choice. So you've always got to offer them a choice. Well, you can do this or you can do this, you know, and they always have a choice because that's what life offers anyway. And that takes away the whole entire you trying to control your children because God doesn't control you. So therefore you have got to step up your game and not control them. So SEC, thanks so much for listening in. Um, hey, if you want to partner with success as uh, you know, podcast here, uh, you can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart and uh, sign up right there. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, partner up. Be great, guys. Also know, guys, that uh, you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs on you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side. <laughs>